Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for being with us. And because we're on digital platforms, and by the way, we're just uh, kicking butt on our podcast ratings, and that's thanks to you. Keep sharing, please, because we need to wake up the masses, because uh, we have a heck of a fight against us, and I'm just wondering what's going to come out of Davos as they begin to attack our free speech and every other thing that uh, makes us America. So please share. Hey, we're brought to you by My Patriot Supply, and they're attacking the food supply. You know, eat bugs and be happy, right? Okay, no, I don't think so. And pretty soon a lot of people are saying the only food you're going to have access to if we're in a crisis is what's in your home. So let's put some in your home. Go to the link at preparewithdave.com. You'll see the specials that are there. You'll see all the benefits that are there, such as 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, and well-balanced meals. Check it out. Go to preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have water. And I'm worried about roving blackouts. And we had another attack upon the grid recently right in New York City. And ladies and gentlemen, you really need to make sure that you have the ability to filter water. Because if your grid goes down for any length of time, you're going to have a real problem getting clean water to drink. So we have the best in the business, the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It, too, like the food, they have not raised prices. They have a great sale. Go to waterwithdave.com. Those are the two sponsors for our particular broadcast today. Our guest is Chris Edelkamp. And Chris is very, very unique in that she is on the front lines with regard, uh, well, let's just say, to putting information out. Uh, She has a a network that she sponsors, and we're going to really get into what that is all about. And uh, she, uh, in fact, actually, she's the CEO of AMP News. And she oversees the daily operation of a Patriot News outlet. And we are going to be the number one target uh, here in the alternative media with regard to Davos breaking up. They've said misinformation is one of their top priorities. Misinformation is code word for we don't want you to expose us. And uh, she has some great shows on her network. We're going to have her talk all about that. If you're not familiar with this network or some of the uh, hosts on her network, you're going to really want to listen to what she has to say and then go visit. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the hour is growing near where the confrontation is going to reach a crescendo. And we need people like Chris on the front lines. Chris, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you on. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I really appreciate the Common Sense Radio Show. It's patriots like you that are changing the way that we have information and what this battle is about so thank you for the fight thank you for being on the front lines with us we do know how difficult this is yeah a lot of people don't realize this there's not a lot of competition uh, well there 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 are people who kind of have their priorities misplaced like in any endeavor in life but but really we don't compete with each other because we know what the stakes are the stakes are very very high for what we're battling against yeah, we can't be against each other when we are on the same side of the line. You know, you don't have, you can't put a battalion together with guns and ammunition anymore. This is information. This is what people are learning and what black is white and white is black. And it's the whole reason I went into this. I'm a mama bear. I've got five children ranging from 18 to two. Um, my fiance has six children, so we are the Brady Bunch squared. Oh, jeez, yes. And, <laughs> right. And I have a huge why. I want my children to grow up in truth and honesty. I see them come home with information from school. That's ridiculous. And this is training them to think 
within a bicameral mindset, follow directions, do as we tell you to do, don't think outside the box, and please don't ask questions. And and, and some of it's really subtle. You know, some of this is really subtle. I mean, it's over the CRT and the sexualizing of kids and and so forth, but, but some of it's real subtle. Let me just give you an example. When my son was in the third grade, he was in a math class with his best friend uh, two grades higher. And this was when Obama's nonsense came in that you can only figure a math problem three ways. Well, they both came up with their own, a fourth and a fifth, and they were correct. They proofed their answers, and the teacher gave him a zero because he said you didn't follow the plan. No creativity. Oh. I, I called the teacher. I said, so are you in the creativity killing business? And and this is really what our public schools are largely doing to our kids. Not all of them, but if you're in an urban, suburban area, this is what the parents are fighting. And um, I don't know if you knew this. Did you know Merrick Garland has a huge conflict of interest when it comes to CRT and these other programs? I did not know that, actually. And it's it's difficult even for somebody like me to stay on the pulse of that because when you're deep dive in your daily activity as, you know, the career set, and then you have five kids ranging from, you know, college to K2, to be able to keep up with what each and every single one of them is learning oh, yeah. and how they're learning it, I'm trying to do fourth grade, and thank God I'm in the state of Florida. We're not doing Common Core anymore, but we were doing it up until last year. I'm self-teaching cursive, just so my children know how to sign their name and read the Constitution. And this was taught automatically in kindergarten when I was going to school or how to do math in your head you actually have to memorize multiplication tables they've taken away the basics in order to make our children have to be subject to following the rules or using autocorrect or asking Siri or Alexa because whatever they're told (laughs) that's the truth yeah I'm laughing because it's such a joke Uh, anyway to complete that thought about Merrick Garland his son-in-law and daughter own Panorama Education, and they control the rights to CRT and some of these other objectionable programs. So when his goons are kicking in the door of people like uh, Sharona Bishop for organizing against CRT in Colorado, that's a direct conflict of interest. He should be impeached for this. And so these people aren't just operating out of an ideological mindset. Sometimes they're padding their own nest. Absolutely. and Well, and that's what really it's about. It's really a selfish endeavor, is it not, when it comes to um, anything that's trying to take away from our children. Everything's selfish in that capacity. The one people on the planet that we have to be, we have to give our lives for is the kids, and that's not what they're doing. Uh, no, the kids are there to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. They want to produce. Sad. They want to produce good little communists. You know, it's it's working too. The sad thing is that we had this in college uh, for years. The university system, and I've had a lot of parents tell me I sent my kid to a state university and they came back a monster. I didn't even recognize them. They filled them with these Marxist communist ideas, but now it's gone down to the K through twelve. And my my fear is is that the growing sentiment that favors socialism is going to continue to grow. 100%. And that's one of the things with having to be the mom that I'm sitting doing the homework with my children. I'm looking as much as possible to see what they're learning. But I will give, I always say something as before COVID, after COVID, the BC and the AC. I think before COVID, parents weren't really aware of what the kids were learning, right? Then we were forced to do in-home schooling. We had no choice because, you know, they kicked our kids out of school and said, hey, sit at home and stare at a computer, which is 
terrible for them, but it backfires. Suddenly, we're sitting next to them because we have a third grader who's still learning how to do multiplication, and we're looking at what they're actually teaching them. And we're like, wait, that's not accurate. This is not how the economy works. This is not how we are supposed to just follow directions. This is not it. And so that's what woke us a lot up, I guess, as parents, and realizing it's moving forward with the homeschooling education, that after that, parents were like, well, as hard as it was, we can do this. But we're going to do it with better curriculum. We're going to pick that curriculum. Alex Newman, um, he's actually our news anchor for Liberty Hour. He used to be an educator, and he promotes an in-home school system that actually makes it much easier. And there's a lot of people turning to it and getting out of what we call this horrible education protocol that's just turning our kids into slaves. Yeah, before I moved into post-secondary, I, I too, was a high school teacher, uh, and so I'm pretty well versed in the system, and I didn't see this uh, in, in, in my work, but the bottom line is, is now it's everywhere, uh, except in some rural areas, and there are some holdout school districts, but my fear is, uh, and this is on behalf of Alex, is that we'll go the way of Germany and outlaw public schools. Is there a, uh, excuse me, homeschooling? Well, is there a move to outlaw homeschooling in America? I am hoping not. It looks like even with like people like Sam Sorbo, their goal is to infiltrate homeschooling. They've taken away that faux pas of homeschooling where it's almost been weird to be a homeschooled parent or a homeschooled kid to actually it's preferred. The more people that we get on board with the concept, even if they're not able to execute it, then it maintains the ability to say, I've said this about America in general, even the parents, we are like a horse and the education system, the government, the um, big pharma is a lawn chair. It's a 1%. And we are ground tied to a lawn chair and we are the horse. All we have to do is turn our head together and that whole system flips over. So as there are more and more people coming through and saying, hey, homeschool is great, look and see that you can actually still be able to control what your kids are learning, be able to be comfortable knowing who their teachers are, that they're learning something that is Christian-based, faith-based, but also has moral grounding, maybe goes back to the 1965 root of here's cursive, here's multiplication, here's the basics, and they can feel proud of themselves that they're doing something for their kids. That's the goal. Well, that should be the goal. Do you you homeschool your kids, or are they in uh, public school? Oh, I absolutely have them in public school. Isn't that awful? It is a 100% terrible thing. It depends on the public school. (laughs) It does. It does. Um, I have my children in a preschool right now for my youngest one, who's five, who's in what they call K-4. Fascinatingly, Ron DeSantis just changed all of the curriculum from K-4 to kinder through a senior year. And I had that happen over the summer. I was sitting with my son talking about VPK and what he's going to learn, and this is all exciting. And the teachers are almost beside themselves because the curriculum just for K-4, so pre-kindergarten, had changed for the first time in 18 years, where now it's Spanish. They're actually learning a different language. They're learning the original form of handwriting. This has been a mind-blowing change for my little boy who's actually learning flashcards and numbers. I have an 18-year-old who didn't go through that. And so they're now transitioning, it appears, to going back to some of our original forms of education. My fourth grader is no longer learning Common Core. She's doing long division without dots 
and boxes and weird whatever they think works but the traditional form of how people learned it for so many years to make them have to think larger and to think in common sense and to backtrack their numbers. And I think that helps a lot with how kids are gonna wind up doing reasoning skills. Uh, my 13 year old's having a hard time because she's middle school, she's seventh grade. So she's right in that center where things are about to shift. That is just, uh, you're really approaching the, the gap there with these kids because of the reforms of DeSantis. At least that's what I attribute it to. Do you? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and having a seventh grader who's gone through the entire elementary system the old way, which is completely a mess, now having to shift and she's having to problem solve and free think, she's having a hard time. As much as I'd like to say I do that at home, that's only a few hours a day. Her entire infrastructure is really around eight hours of school. They have more control of her than I do, no matter what I have to say or however much I have to teach. And so she's having, she's really, really struggling with having to think outside the box and think for herself instead of, this is your notes. Get this. When I was in school, if I wrote notes down and then I took a test and I read those notes during a test, they called it cheating. Now, kids actually, or they did up until last year, were able to have open note tests so they didn't have to learn a thing. They just had to make sure they wrote the notes down in a specific color so they could remember where to go in the notes to read it. They don't remember a thing. So now they're not doing that anymore, and they actually have to learn the material, and she is v- having a very hard time with it. My goodness. That's, and, and see, this is what they want, though. You know, I remember a, a comedy piece that George Carlin did, and he was uh, he was really going after public education, and he went on to say, this is the design. They want you smart enough, barely smart enough to do your job, but not smart enough to question authority. Is that what you see, too? 100%. Don't we call that what they call it, bicameral? Yeah, Where exactly. you are required yeah. to follow directions because you are not capable of thinking freely on your own. Because, I mean, uh, if you start thinking freely on your own, isn't that what the movie Divergent is about? You know, you're put into sectors and you're told this is what you're good at. You're going to go do this for a living. Good job. Pat you on the head. Here, earn a gold watch. Retire. Sit in your Barca lounger. Watch a TV show. Pet your cat and die. That's not living. That's slavery. I agree. Uh, That is slavery. But that's what we're being conditioned towards. And so let's talk about your network a little bit. uh, I'm assuming some of the emphasis is on what we're talking about here. What other areas does your network cover? Literally vast. So ampnews.us is the best place to see us. Our main show, which is called Making Sense the Madness, that was started by John Michael Chambers. He's the founder, operator, creator of AMP. Uh, American Media Periscope, which is what the acronym is for. And being a patriot, he was an author, he's a public speaker. He started in November 2020 after this show, Making Sense of Madness, was actually deplatformed from YouTube. And whenever I'm interviewing a news host or a newscaster that we might be bringing on, my goal is I'm listening for, I was deplatformed from YouTube. Great. You're already in the right direction. <laughs> Don't expect <laughs> you to be on YouTube because if you are, you're either brilliant at how you're doing your clickbait or you're just not edgy enough that you're saying the things that are going to get you off that platform. Uh, once that happened, he actually brought in Sean Morgan and has been able to have him be the news anchor 
since that time, and he's brought on Dick Morris, Cash Patel, General Flynn, and the goal for him is he was a uh, deep-dive journalist. He was a reporter, and he went into a lot of the conspiracy, quote-unquote, theories for a long time and has kind of that calm demeanor. What our goal with AMP is is to create this hybrid, right, is that people want to see a Fox News quality show because that is what they're used to. Patriot Movement has brought in this raw kind of natural reality footage that I really like because it feels a little bit more believable, correct? But if you're already listening to that style, you're awake or you're wanting to be awake. You want more information. We want to see if we can bring in the people who are in that bicameral mindset. How do I bring in my mom? That's my purpose. I want my mom to listen to something different, not the same 10-word sentence that comes across every single day. So each of our show hosts actually is completely diverse and different. You're not going to watch the same show at noon, 5, 6, 8, 10. It's not at all. None of them are the same. You're going to find that news anchor you really like and what they're talking about. So he actually is really focusing on the political side of it. We've got James Grunvig with Unrestricted Truth. He comes out of New York. He's kind of more gruff, rough. I love James. He is straightforward, and man, does he know his medical. Uh, his son was a vaccine injury, which he does talk about explicitly, who has nonverbal autism. He's 21 years old, delightful uh, kid, and his wife was actually extradited out of New York because she could not keep her job as a doctor unless she'd taken the COVID vaccine. When James moved down here to Sarasota, he took on the show Unrestricted Truths, and he brings on Dr. Judy Mikovits, he brings on Dr. Christiane Northrup, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and really, really focusing on the latest of regards to health and about COVID. So you're going to get that one, and that airs five days a week, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. So if somebody wants to say, hey, what's going on with COVID, the vaccines or medical, they're able to go there. Um, our next one, which Alex Newman, he is award-winning. A lot of people have seen him even in just his Liberty Sentinel, which is his own um, newspaper that he's created. But he's on once a week. And his show really goes into everything from education to the government officials He's, had, he's having on the Florida State Surgeon General this weekend, um, Dr. Joseph Ladpo, and then he's had on, you know, Dr. Robert Malone. He's been an educator. He's a dad of five. So what does it look like when you have a mom of five who's a mama bear who's fighting the fight from the front lines looking at as a CEO, 40,000-foot view, so to speak, just kind of orchestrating all these talented people and allowing them to do their jobs? We don't censor. We don't control. I can be honest with you, Dave. Sometimes I have no idea what's going to show up on my news network. <laughs> uh, my producers do. Um, our, our researchers do. Our technical directors do. But looking at it from a 40,000-foot view, these people that we have are so great in their patriot movement that I can completely and explicitly trust them and give them their platform that they need in order to get their story out. We have on doctors, doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood, they speak at the Clay Clark events alongside of mm -hmm. John Michael Chambers mm -hmm. um, at the Reawaken Tour. They're actually going to be there this weekend. 
they've been working with us specifically and they've worked with me specifically post-COVID. And I went from a career 18 years in the medical world. That's what I was. I was actually a medical myotherapist. I was a pro athlete therapist. My job was honestly to beat the mess out of somebody and get them back on the field as quickly as possible. So an hour at a time working on six to eight hours of people and be able to continue functioning. And then when COVID vaccine came out, not even the virus or the venom or whatever it is that this horrible product is that they've infiltrated onto the planet, that didn't even bother me nearly as much as the vaccine did. I actually was subject to vaccine shedding and it made me sick. My tongue swelled up, uh, my ankles hurt, my, my sinus cavity swelled up, my brain, I felt like I had a spinal migraine. Um, this was only a day after I'd work on certain patients after they'd been vaccinated for the vaccine or with the COVID. And it took until October of this past year for Dr. Mark Sherwood to figure out what was going on. Yeah, so I, I've interviewed Mark. Mark's a no. terrific interview. In fact, I have Clay Clark. You mentioned Clay Clark. I've had him on a number of times. Dr. Actually, he's coming on again next week uh, to the show. So I, we kind of cross paths here with some of these people. I'm very, very familiar with them. So you've hit, you've hit a lot of home runs. Let me address the YouTube thing here, and I, and and I'll tell you, I've survived, but I don't know that it'll be. Uh, permanent i avoid talking about certain things because i look at this youtube is like a 101 it's an intro to my radio show my podcast and we have a tv subscription service and and that's where we really cover our heavy duty stuff i don't do voter fraud on youtube i don't do vaccine injuries and i'm pretty careful with other things but they let me pretty much do what i want to do uh, but they'll go through periods of extreme suppression. I mean, when we approached the election, the shadow banning was off the charts. I mean, no one was getting notifications. Uh, so, yeah, and I get I get accused, too. Oh, you must be one of them because you're not canceled. No, I use this like a 101, an intro to people who are kind of new to this. And I try to transition them to other venues that I'm in. So YouTube serves that purpose. But um, they are hopelessly lost. I, I don't know if you know how they do their... Uh, uh, shall we say, banning of people, giving strikes. It's the most unprofessional, unscientific way. It's people with purple hair and a high school education, and they hear like 30 seconds of something and make a decision. This is what I've been told by people on the inside. It's just a joke. Well, I may have just set you up for, for failure, sir. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> deeply. And actually, Dave, I have to tell you, since you have been successful at it, I may want to pick your brain about how you've done it because this is what it takes, is it takes people who've been successful in figuring out how to overcome adversity like this so that we can all work together in the Patriot Movement and learn from each other. So applause to you because my technical team and everybody else works really hard in order to make sure that we stay you know, available for our viewers and our listeners, and I am impressed by your capabilities. So, hoorah to you! That's awesome. Yeah, I do have a warning on my slate, though, but not a strike. I'll just read to you the last five titles I've done: the lawless double standard of the DOJ, and I talked about, you know, how the how Biden's lawyers are able to handle these classified documents without clearances, and yet Trump had his wife's underwear drawer rummaged through, mm-hmm. and then uh, America's uh, top level surveillance planes are going to to uh, Romania. Well, that's a pretty clear act of war because that's we're monitoring the coming Russian attack when the ground hardens. Mm-hmm. Top 10 ways nations are conquered without firing a shot. Uh, send them all to New York City to Mayor 
Eric Adams, and I'm talking about illegal aliens, since he bragged about being a sanctuary city, let him own it. And then experts <laughs> agree that Russia um, will obliterate the United States in a nuclear war. And I go through people like Scott Ritter and what they said. See, they let me get away with quite a bit, but I avoid the three forbidden areas. And, and they pretty well leave me alone, but they do shadow ban the heck out of me. That makes that's incredible. I, I can honestly tell you we don't avoid anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't in my other venues. You know, if, I, you know I, I'm from Maricopa County. We are the most corrupt county oh, okay. in the United States, stolen elections. And, and, and forgive me if I'm not sounding humble here, but I'm one of two people you go to in the private sector if you want to know how elections are stolen in Arizona. I've given a number of talks across the state. I've been on a lot of shows about it. Um, and it's something I could never take to YouTube. But we do put it on our radio show, our podcast, and our TV service. That's outstanding. Well, and a fun fact, actually, I'm moving to Scottsdale literally hopefully in a little while that's my goal or at least to have a home in both locations and it's sad what's happened in maricopa county because when you're around the people in scottsdale and you're at that area you know none of them are actually pro liberal side or even if it's just the anti-freedom side everybody wants their freedom everyone you know voted for carrie lake we all know that we saw that so it's obvious to the people who who just even visit Scottsdale, Arizona, in that area, that they know this was a completely stolen election. It's hard to find liberals, and I and I, I would say it's an 80-20 split in Maricopa County, and if you go to inner city, well, then you'll find people who still mindlessly vote Democratic, but for the most part, uh, but what they did is they just destroyed the people's right to vote by taking down 60% of the tabulators in, in Maricopa County were carrying one three out of four votes on election day that they did count. And here's the interesting thing about this, Chris, you'll love this. The Secretary of Treasury got 400,000 more votes in that election on the same ballot as the governor's race that was hotly contested. I mean, it doesn't even make sense, and it just shows you the voter <laughs> suppression that took place. It's amazing how much they have to cheat. It, it's almost a level of ridiculous of insanity because they know how many people are going to vote for the Republican Party. So they have to cheat so badly, it's obvious. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did in this last election. You want a good conspiracy theory? I think you'll find this. I love them. I call <laughs> I think, them conspiracy I think facts. you'll find this interesting. <laughs> All right, well... The voting tabulating machines that were 60% of them failed uh, when the centers opened and it really suppressed the vote, And but they're not centrally located. So they couldn't have a failure at the central location and by law they had to be certified and tested 13 hours before. And they all failed at the same time. And I said, well, how does that happen if you don't have a centrally located source where you could just flip a switch and then a lot of them go down? And so I actually said out loud, and I was just kind of speaking off the cuff, not being that serious. You know, gee, I wonder if there's not some kind of frequency these uh, machines emit and the frequency was interfered with. So I'm speaking to the Arizona Tea Party uh, right before Christmas. And I brought this up and I just kind of, you know, mindlessly said this. And I had a guy speak up, and he says, I won't go on your show, Dave. He said, but uh, the uh, police department maintains at the Deer Valley Airport, which isn't far from where you're moving, uh, they maintain electronic planes that can actually uh, do kill switches on electronic devices by frequency. He goes, I've been there. I've seen it. 
And what's interesting, I believe it too, because the mayor of Phoenix is Kate Gallegos, and she's a Klaus Schwab trainee in the Young Global Leaders Program. And mm. so you start connecting these dots. And then I had a, Larry, a lady, and I can't say her name because her husband's ex-Intel high level, and she sent me she sent me aerial maps when she heard about my Arizona Tea Party speech, and she said, Dave, you're absolutely right. Here are the planes that did it. Here are the flight paths they took. She had the tail fin numbers and the whole nine yards, courtesy of her husband. So that's in part how they suppressed the election. It's an interesting conspiracy theory. I couldn't win in court, but I believe it's true. Oh, 100%. Look what they can do with frequencies in general. I mean, if you drive around Arizona at all, you see these 5G towers everywhere. They look like they're alien spaceships on the top of a stick. <laughs> Let's exactly. just be clear. Yeah, that's right. What can they do with those things? I mean, I was in my, the park. I was in the parking lot of my fiance's prod, um, built business. He has Richardson Nutritional Center, and we're sitting in there, and all of a sudden, the back of my head just starts pounding. And I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. He opens the door, walks outside to go out to his car, and they're working on the 5G tower they had just installed in his parking lot during the weekend while we were gone. They were working on it. And he's like, how odd they're working on it and the back of your head is hurting. I'm like, I got to go. And I don't know what they're doing. We really don't have a clue the capacity that they have. But if they can do that with these 5G towers absolute course they can do it with planes focused on energy and frequency far too many people are not aware of how the human body works with energy and frequency but we're learning quickly that it is a prime way of harming people and healing people all at the same time and that is the boomerang and the caveat of how all this is dark to light there is always what is up is down is that if frequencies can be good for you frequencies can be bad for you can they cause issues with electronics and computers and with digital voting of course why couldn't it you know this is just something they haven't taught us so that we aren't aware of it and we all think it's a conspiracy but we're learning quickly how factual this stuff well there is science that i've been exposed to it over on the um, other side of things dr sherry edwards has been a guest on my show and she founded something called bioacoustic analysis and it's analyzing through voice prints uh, someone's voice, and she can link it into uh, injury and illness. She did it with me, mm-hmm. and things that happened yep. to me when I was five years old showed up on the report. And she had no way of knowing, absolutely none. And and so I look at this, and I'm saying, this is pretty amazing. But she even took it a step further. She can look at intentionality. In other words, motivations, mm-hmm. your mindset, what frequency your mind's mm-hmm. operating at. Are you empathic? Or are you uh, uh, basically kind of an antisocial personality type? And she nails it, and, and she, her, she's really growing. And by the way, the big boys are trying to buy her out, and they're putting a lot of pressure on her because they don't want this out there. 100%. Well, that makes complete sense. I mean, what we know in science is energy plus vibration equals matter. So when she's doing this scan and you're thinking or you're speaking or you're singing and it is in the same correlation, if the energy from your mind, which they say if you plug the brain in, you can light up an entire city from one brain. So that's a lot of frequency coming off of one brain, how EKGs work and how MRIs work. And then your voice box, your larynx is vibration. When you tie together what your thought is plus what you're saying, and you create matter, they've proven this just with water, and they've shown it over and over again. If you speak towards water, water molecules, 
the water molecule look more like a snowflake. But when you're thinking something negative and you're speaking something positive, there's a disconnection. It's inaccurate. It's not the same frequency. This water molecule explodes. So perhaps that's the same similar concept of what's happening with what she's doing is, is that she's able to correlate everything that has been spoken to us, has been thought over us. These frequencies do affect us. And going back into a God concept where we all, I believe, deeply in God, is that if God said, let there be light, is that how this all works? Does it start off the Bible that way because we're able to say, God's showing us frequencies what created us. You know, if he's thinking light and he's speaking light and God creates light, is that really giving us the correlation of how we all function, how we all live? And we've just had that suppressed. And now people are coming out with it and they don't want us to know about it because maybe it's vitality. Maybe it's our freedom. Well, it is, but also I think it's at our core. And I've interviewed a lot of people. Quantum physics is a hobby of mine. I'm not, my background's in psychology, stat, and research. But quantum physics is one of my hobbies, and I've interviewed a number of scientists from that uh, mindset. And a couple of them have mentioned this to me. They said, you know, Jesus walked on water. He could turn uh, stone into bread. And then he said, this I do, and you can do more. And they said, this is a quantum physics model where the mind can actually manipulate forces from outside the three dimensions and this kind of gets into the work of some of the advanced quantum scientists now and it's all frequency based every bit of it absolutely well and what are we doing with prayer what do we do with meditation what do we do they're all semantics in some capacity is that it's intention and why do they shut down forms of our dna why do they put fluoride in our water in order to keep our pineal gland from working properly mm -hmm. why do they do these things is because we really are created in god's image so if we're created in god's image and jesus himself was able to tap into it and really fully understand how to function in a human body as a soul that has been created by god and being whatever people might believe but being the son of god as most of us understand him to be if we can do these things as well, then why are we being suppressed? It's because they know our greatness. They know what we can do. Well, we that's just what, haven't figured yeah. it out yet. Do you, do you think the 5G frequency is a way to inhibit these powers that we inherently have? Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I have a total conspiracy uh, happening that occurred when I was in Virginia Beach uh, for a Clay Clark event for a week three awaken tour, three o'clock in the morning, I woke up, felt like I have a, was having a seizure. But you don't, you don't remember seizures, so I knew it wasn't that. But I felt like I had an anvil sitting on top of my body for over two hours, and I was shaking. Could not figure out what was wrong with me. Um, by the time I was able to get out of bed, it was eight a.m. Went down to the main lobby. Everybody who was with us, we have a pretty big group that comes to these reawakened tours. We have a lot of speakers, and we all felt terrible. I had a horrible migraine. I did not feel good. I felt like I was drained. By the time I got into the green room, almost every single person I'd spoken to had had the same experience. The only thing that I could back it up to was some sort of a 5G weapon that was attacked on the people in order to drain us. And I know that sounds nuts. But it is impossible for over 100 people to all have a feeling of a similar reaction. Not a lot of people had my same result of being able to feel it when it occurred. 
Um, and I, I put that into just being sensitive to frequencies and energies. But there is no way that they have these towers and these utilities and they're not using them in order to suppress and to yeah. make us sick. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and it, along the same lines, I remember when the, well, gosh, it was probably 20 years ago now that they had 800 Japanese uh, kids watching a movie and they changed the flicker rate frequency and a lot of them got epileptic seizures. Mm. And and this was well documented. This wasn't something that came out of research that the mainstream media tries to suppress. This actually did this. Look, I want to go back to your radio uh, uh, network for a while. The and I have some, just some basic questions. How do you deliver your information? What's your platform of delivery? That is an excellent question. So we are on uh, Amp News. Dot us. We are on Roku. We are on BitChute, Rumble, Brighteon. We're on Truth Social. We're on 30 different platforms. Our goal right now is to be as broad as we can digitally. As we know, terrestrial television is going down. Have no desire to be on cable network because it's going to be gone. I'm looking forward to just going deep and be gone. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm going to make a clip of what you just said and play it as a promo. That was awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and we are I've, we are building this news network on concrete. We're not building it on sand. So as, we've, as my job and what I've been wanting to do is create a news network that is truth. Truth epitomized by what these experts have to say. The people that sit in these seats like you, Dave, are experts. You know your craft. You know your subject. You know it so well that you're able to talk about it backwards and forwards. If you didn't have me on this show right now, you could easily talk for an hour about anything. And that is what we have brought on. Alexandra Bruce, for instance, she is one of our most top viewed shows, and she's only on for 30 minutes once a week. She has a show called Forbidden News. My goodness, this woman does research like nobody I have ever seen. She has breaking news that no one's talking about, like what you were talking about with YouTube. She will talk about it. She'll go deep dive into it. And it is fascinating what she's able to bring up and proof. She does not put out anything that she can't back it up, which I love that because it's not a concept. We want to bring in as much as we can to our people so that they can have trust in the fact that we've done everything we can to have truth. So people can go on ampnews.us. That's the easiest way to see it. We have a live player going on. We are running it just like a news network. Here's a 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, all the way till 10 p.m. Um, show that's always happening. They get replayed at, in the evenings. And we are working on right now bringing on a female news anchor who is deplatformed, debanked, everything. So I love her already. Um, and she was in the economic financial world uh, in the beginning of her career, was in journalism and was pulled down because she was wanting to tell truth. So doing these types of um, interviews is funny, trying to bring on a news anchor. I don't know if you've ever... They've just tried to interview somebody even just to help you in the background with your radio show. Um, you know how hard it is. Yeah. It is difficult. You can't just go on Indeed and hire a vMix operator or a mic, somebody to help you with your mic, just the basic stuff. 
you've got to find somebody who really stands behind what you're doing and appreciates your work because even the smallest of operators or the biggest person as much as a news anchor, they can destroy your business because it's so delicate. This is new. Um, I've only been in this. Amp News has been in this for two years. We're not a 40-year-old network. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen what you talked about. I, I'm friends with Doug Hagman and John B. Wells, and they have both been sabotaged from the inside. I've seen it. Oh yeah, I'm well aware of it. I could name the person. I won't, but uh, yeah, there there are, and I have people that have come to me too that I knew were trolls, and uh, you, you kind of let them halfway in the door because they are interesting. And that's how they approach you. In fact, by the way, Ray Epps, and I'm sure you're familiar with him from J6. Uh, one of his friends tried to get into my inner circle and, uh, mm. and and tried to manipulate how I covered the Ray Epps situation. And uh, it was pretty easy to see through. So you're absolutely right. There are always trolls. And and I found this out, too, because I have a broadcast partner. We do a show called the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And my partner is a former DHS agent. And he told me about the DHS programs where they hire people for $18 an hour to go out and infiltrate. Huh. Well, that makes complete sense. I had heard, actually, from somebody else's source that there are over 60,000 infiltrators and as much as just your Starbucks barista, just in how they are everywhere, and you never, ever, ever really know where they're sitting and where they're standing or who's listening to you. And I don't want to live my life in a space where it's like, okay, I'm at an airport and I need to have a, you know, a meeting and I have to make sure nobody else is around me. I can't live my life that way. But you start to think about it in the background, like who's figuring out and listening to what I'm doing? And how are they going to affect my life and my family? Um, and when we have to have that close-knit tribe, like you do with running your show and like I do with running Ant News, we have to be so particular. You almost have to have a relationship with each and every single person that works with you in order to know that you can trust them explicitly and you build a family. That's what Ant News has done. We have 35, 40 people that it takes to run this network and every single person, I know their kids, I know their dog's name, I know where they live, I know what kind of car they drive. Um, not for any other reason, it sounds like I'm a nut job, but it's really just because you get so close to them because they're the only people you can really talk to. You've got to be so careful. So it's, we can work within our own NDA, but we can also work within our own belief system and our trust that what we're doing is for the right and for the good and so when you're in a battle like this you have to stay within your own general tent and that's what we kind of do um so amp news itself every single newscaster that comes on has been vetted deeply to where we'll sit down have lunch break bread talk chat go into the background of who they really are and what they're doing before we ever bring them on as a, a person of trusted truth of what they're going to do to give um, as much information to the public so that we keep fighting this fight. How do your, uh, generally speaking, is there a theme or a thread that brings people into doing this work? Because I would suspect most of your people weren't trained as journalists and they kind of fell into it one way or another. A hundred percent. So we only have three journalists. That's it. And we have 10 shows. We have Gene Ho. He's the f photographer for Trump and he has you know now George magazine but we contacted him and said hey you're doing something fascinating I'd love to do a show which is about George with Gene Ho I want background 
and how can we set you up? So most of these people haven't even been on camera or even really know how to do a show. And we do a lot of the training. We set up a home remote system for them. We have people from Brazil all the way to California, but it's a lot of it's in person. We meet people who are just fascinating, have a great skill set in communicating, or they're an absolute expert in their field, and they can talk for an hour without a guest and not need necessarily a teleprompter, and they don't need a writer to tell them what to say. None of our people have any of that. They do their own research. They have their own information. They know what they're doing. They know how to speak. We have Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's our, our economist, and he comes on for 30 minutes once a week and can just talk about what's happening in the economy. Why? He's a double Ph.D. economist. He knows silver and gold like nobody's business and knows how to get out of the system when it comes to the stock market. Nobody trusts that anymore. That's a man after my own heart. Yeah, that's a man. That's a man after my own heart. That's interesting. You know, I got into this business where my wife and I, our family, had moved uh, north of Phoenix about 50 miles. We were tired of the gangs and all the nonsense of the city. And so we're out there, and, and, and we think we're in good shape, and all of a sudden our property rights are taken away from us. And we're in this rural area, about 300 families, and we were all subjugated. And we were told, you're too close to an Air Force base, which was crap because the Air Force base was 30 miles away, and the people had to fly over 200,000 people to even to get to us. So I knew that wasn't it. And I started to do research, and I found out, Oh, they have a planned Canamex corridor to come through here. It's on the maps. They want our underground water aquifer. It's really clear. And I found some literature to support it. So we started going to the airwaves. And I would say probably about a year after, two years after I was uh, doing this as our spokesperson, someone said to me, you need to have your own radio show and you're going to be on my network. That's how I got started. Because at the time I was a college basketball coach and I was teaching my psychology classes. And I had no interest in ever being in the media. But then I found out when we won our battle after eight years, it was John McCain that was behind all this. So we won after eight years of a long battle. And then I found out, hey, there's the North American Union. This kind of dates the the event. There's all these other things going on, and I couldn't walk away from it. So actually, I gave up my former career to do what I'm doing now. I completely and utterly understand. I mean, like I said, I was working on pro athletes beating up their ankles and fixing high ankle sprains. <laughs> I, yeah. I was in a six by 10 room that was dark. I actually could see super well in the dark because I've been doing that for 18 years to go into media almost made me cringe because the only thing I knew about media is, you know, TikTok that my 17 year old was dealing with. And I'm like, this is awful. Like I can't stand the media. I don't like anything about it. I don't like being lied to to the point where I wouldn't watch the news because I knew it was nonsense. I didn't want to be lied to. And that's what changed it is going and saying, you know what, if everything about, you know, the virus and everything about the jab is nonsense because working hands-on six inches from somebody's body for 18 years, going through tuberculosis, H1N1, all the different random diseases that come across and never really getting sick, knowing that you have to keep the immune system high and help the healthy body and all these things. And suddenly what really takes me down is a vaccine and I've got to find another career. That's exactly what happened to me. I called a friend of mine who happens to be the executive producer for our company, and she worked for a neurosystemic therapist that I thought, maybe I'll go to school and I'll teach. 
I'll teach what I know. And it's not if you don't, if you can't do, you teach. It's if you become an expert and you no longer uh, are able to do it full time, you teach. You be, you are able to teach the next lineage, the next people to come up and do this. And when I contacted her to see if I could get a job because I didn't have one, she didn't have anything. She called me back the same day and said, hey, John Michael Chambers needs somebody to help him with his wealth coach department with, you know, silver and gold and helping people get out of the stock market and their 401ks. I didn't know anything about that. I'm like, okay. She's like, can you do it? I was like, sure. I can do anything. I ran my own practice for 18 years. I have literally talked to every single person. Thousands of humans have been on my table. We'll give it a whirl. And that's where that began in September of 21. So now, you know, what is it, a year and a half later, running a news network is not at all what I saw my life looking like. And I love it. I love it. I really do. Um, So how do people listen to you? Where, Where do they find you? They can go on ampnews.us. They can go on to Rumble. They can go on to Roku. Go to American Media Periscope, which is what AMP stands for. AMP News is the quickest way to find us. Um, They can go on to any of the Facebook. We actually are still on Facebook. Of course, we're suppressed, but you can find us there. You can find us on Truth Social. You can find us on most of your typical platforms that you're looking for for social media. But the easiest way to look for us is ampnews.us, and you can go into your browser and just plug it into your screen. So that's what I have people do is bookmark it, and they're able to go on every single day. Our live player is right at the top. We have a great website that gives you the ability to see every single platform, every single show, and be able to go into the archives as well. We also have an AMP journal, which is ran by our editor-in-chief, uh, Chief, uh, James Grunvig, who is our journalist, and we have some phenomenal articles. And then if you're just looking for something like a three- to five-minute soundbite, like what happened today with Joe Biden or with uh, GarageGate or whatever, we have James Madison. Brilliant. It's just an audio, three- to six-minutes quick overview of what the fake news is talking about, what logic and academia he's able to bring to it, a little bit of sarcasm, which I love about him because, you know, I, I just enjoy it deeply. And then the Patriot overview of what that how that can be perceived in the Patriot world. So that's a quick way just to get your synopsis, and you can listen to it like a podcast if you're driving because, honestly, as a mom of five, I feel like that's all I do. So you're kind of doing, you're, yeah, you're doing the YouTube version of shorts with your uh, summary of the tidbits of the day. Uh, that's really the trend a lot of people want. I don't know if it's because so many of us have ADD now, but but uh, people want things in bites, and that's that's really effective. We're looking at doing that end of it too. In fact, actually, we're looking at doing it on YouTube, you know. And then if it works there, then we'll take it to other places. I think it's interesting that you're doing that. I'll have to follow you guys here and see how you do it. The uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask you is, and I ask this a lot, and Davos is really reinforcing this. As I mentioned, they've mentioned dealing with misinformation, in other words, saying things we don't like, is a main priority. So they're teaching the politicians who are going there and the media heads, you know, how to suppress content. And so I'm wondering, do you have an escape pod? Like, we're looking at the possibility of shortwave radio if the worst happens to us. Have you thought about that? Absolutely. Um, we actually had a huge meeting. We always, we try to see the writing on the wall as much as possible ahead of time. 
our founder, John Michael Chambers, actually had a big meeting with us on what we call the breaking news red alert. And it was, you know, if we get taken down, what do we do? And we've already set up so our news anchors are able to plug in even through a phone. If it's raw footage, if Zoom is still working, whatever it might look like, it might be a black screen and just a voice. And it's not what you typically see from AMP News as being this beautiful digital network that we will continue putting out the news and stick with us. And when we can get back up on our platforms, we'll keep doing it. But we've got Sean Morgan ready to go down in Brazil. We've got James Grunvig ready to go. That's down in Sarasota. We've got Alex Newman that's over in Daytona Beach. And they're all ready just to put out a platform of information, however they have to do it, if we get um, censored or if we get removed. Now, is it a subscription service at all, or is this something where you have sponsors and people can come watch for free? How does that work? We have several options. We always want news to be free. Always, always, always. We cannot fight this fight if people have to pay for it. Um, So ampnews.us, completely free platform, able to listen to anything that you like that's on our platform. Of course, everything has to be funded. What we know in the, in the system that we live in is that money is a tool in order to keep us alive, and we always have to have that. And, of course, running a network of 35 people, 40 people, it's expensive. So we do have sponsors like Dr. Kirk Elliott with the Silver and Gold Bullion. We have, like most people, My Pillow, My Patriot Supply, Richardson Nutritional Center. We have several sponsors that we're able to be able to work with in order to help feed back the Patriot movement. And then we also have something that we're developing right now, and it's completed. Uh, it's called AMP Insider, and that's ampinsider.us. And that is behind the scenes of AMP. That's Ask the Expert, like bringing on Major Jeffrey Prather, who had, who's a warrior in this world. And you're able to actually talk to him through Zoom events. You can ask questions, and it is an interactive show that is very different than what we bring out in our actual news. We have every single one of our hosts every single Thursday, 8.30 p.m. You have a different host that you can interact with, ask questions. And then we have behind, I mean, even stuff that's funny. Honestly, the world is getting so tough and it's so strict. Sometimes laughing is really helpful. I have been on a (laughs) stage with Gene Ho, and he has the most amazing shoes you have ever seen one man wear. I know this sounds absurd, but we'll do photographs behind the scenes of wherever we're at with speaking tours of outfits and wardrobes because you know what? There's got to be a lightness to the world just a little bit. And so that's all inside of our AMP Insider. We've got Lee Valentine, who is, you know, de-platformed because she basically supported Trump through his entire 2016 inauguration and process. And she has uh, Valentine Beauty. She was taken out of um, with QVC. Yeah, she was on QVC. Huge following. And they took her down in one day all because she supported Trump. So guess what? We took her. We said, we'll give you an infomercial. We'll develop one for you. Go inside of Amp Insider and anyone can buy your beauty product. I love it. doesn't matter. Chris, we're almost out of time. So, again, let's go ahead and give out that address where people can follow you uh, and your network and uh, tap into your great resources. Thank you. I appreciate that, Dave. It's AMP. It's A-M as Mary, P as in Paul, news.us. 
AmericanMediaPeriscope.com. It is the same one. I just feel like it's a lot to type, but it gives you what we are yeah. as a periscope. But AmpNews.us, you will find every single one of our news anchors and news channels and anything that you're looking for, from medical to politics to just a really deep dive into some conspiracies, which are a lot of fun to listen to. And Absolutely. Dave, this has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate everything you're doing, and keep keep on the fight. We Thank you. you. Well, I appreciate what you're doing too, because we can't have too many quality outlets like yours, ladies and gentlemen. We've been listening to Chris Edelkamp, and uh, her network is worth following. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much, Dave. Have Thank a wonderful, wonderful after- afternoon. You too. God bless.